You're listening to Clock Radio Speakers with Armand and Doc. And now, Side B. Yeah, so can- <sighs> cannabis, man. Cannabis. So yeah, like- highly anticipated. Extremely. And- so this is like the equivalent. I'm trying to, for the cats who weren't around in 97, uh, this was like, Maybe a notch below Get Rich or Die Trying, maybe without the Interscope machine. This was DMX's first album. Yeah. This was um Let me think of some 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 guys. Oof. It wasn't quite Thank Me Later. It wasn't that big. Um it was up there though. Mm. It was highly this is J. Cole's first album. Um you could even say Good Kid Mad City. Even yeah. with a little bit without the Interscope machine, but like very, very highly, highly anticipated album. Like, cats were clamoring for this album. And what happened was there was a source issue that had a tribe called Quest on it, I believe. And it was announcing that the Love Movement was the last album and they were breaking up. Hmm. Now, in that, I I bought that, I bought that that magazine or whatever. And of course, when you buy the source, you go straight to the back. The reviews. And I remember the Love Movement got three and a half mics. And the next page after, Can I Bust got three mics. Mm, and I think this now this is pre I know a lot of you guys hear the source and think of Dave Benzino. This is pre-Benzino. And if Benzino is around, he doesn't have the influence that he had later on. So when you got three mics, that was that was that was a cause for concern. Yeah, they were pretty much saying this was awful. Yes. I've only seen one album get two and a half. I've seen a couple albums get two and a half mics, and I've seen one album get two. Yeah. And Young MC got one mic. Right, right. But pretty much... It was much, just Young MC, though, so... Right, but pretty much, if you got... If it was a highly anticipated album that got four, that was a, that meant it was probably good, but not great. Yep. If it got three and a half, be careful. Yep. Three was unheard of. Yeah. It was cause for alarm. So, of course, us... We were like, nah, nope. And I still bought the album. Me too. You know um, what, Source? <laughs> you're right about a lot you, of things, but you're wrong about this one, bro. Should have given it like two, one. Nah, because it still had How We Roll and Get Retarded. There's and a so- couple. There's a couple. There's, um, get retarded. We're actually going to go track by track on Canada. No, we're not. Yeah, we no, are. We're because stupid. you just said get retarded and I'm, <laughs> okay, whatever. Um, <laughs> uh, right, anyway. So here, here's what's great. I never realized this. Um, so, you know, it was always rumored that Cannabis was going to work with Primo. So do you know what, when they were trying to make uh, this album, do you know what record Primo tried to give them? What? It was Devil's Pie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Remember that story. So now, that would have been an awesome, down, right? that, that would have, that's not, that's not what you give, that's what you give Cannabis? I this think, is 98 Primo. Yeah, but this is a, a, to me, it was almost like, Cannabis, I feel like Cannabis was such a rapidy rapper. Primo was probably thinking, I need to give him space to rap. I hear you. I hear you. But, but like, I know as a producer, that's such a sparse beat, especially for DJ Premier. You want, you know. He wanted, he wanted moment of truth. Mm. Like, that, I mean, the stuff from that, like he, I mean, he's like, he, he's probably sitting there. Cannabis is listening to songs like Above the Clouds and Work and The Militia. And Primo shows up. Cannabis with, would kill work. I know. Oof. And, and, and. and Primo shows up with what becomes Devil's Pie. And I'm sure he was like, huh? Yeah. Because the story goes with Primo is that Primo doesn't send batches of beats. No. If you request a Primo beat, he makes you one beat. Yep. And it's take it or leave it. And Cannabis left it. I get it. I'm not crazy about Devil's Pie either. The the beat. Oh, um, I love that record. 
it's a dope D'Angelo record, but and it's a great video. I just like the belly stuff. I was gonna say, I just, I just, I prefer the acapella just because the in the belly. I thought that was perfect. Um, yeah, okay, let's 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 go check. check. Well, it'll be quick because most of these are terrible. Um, okay, first, this can we talk about how hilarious this intro is? <laughs> <laughs> he logs on the AOL. Oh god, <laughs> he's like, yo, the password. Like, it's like these uh these these online because this is you know this is before it was called the internet. Like, I'm about to go online and crack the pen. You hear like. Can, you hear all this stuff. Can, can I, can I just say like cannabis? He's trying to sound smart on like half the records on here, and he just sounds crazy, completely crazy. Hold on, hold on zero. We'll, we'll get there. I'm sorry. <laughs> a, hold on, Doc. You not finna sit up here. Mm-hmm, I am. Talk about how crazy cannabis sounds rapping about aliens <laughs> yeah. when you're a Wu Tang fan. Of course I am. <laughs> because you have an annual. Because. <laughs> At least they had good you said beats. It made sense to you. Uh, it did. At least they had good beats. I mean, see, I can't. <laughs> um, so, first of all, I used to love Patriots. Yeah, me too. Me too. And free. Free. I used to thought free. I used to thought free killed this. Um, of course, it, now you know it's very obvious that cannabis wrote this. Now, the other funny part is, have you heard "Love for Free"? Love for Free. There is a cannabis song, a love song that he wrote to Free. Ooh. Called Love for Free. What era is this? Oh, this is after See True Hollywood Stories. Oh, see, no. I only heard it because that's how it was presented to me. Like, hey, this is a cannabis song about free. I think I saw it on So, and I was like, oh, yeah. Hey, Kate, I don't, I don't know what free looked like in 97, but if you wrote it, you know, from <laughs> 2000 to 2003. Well, um, I ain't mad at it. But, uh, but yeah, Patriots, um, I don't know how well it's aged now, but... Um, not very good. Right. And it's, it's super 97, 98. It is. It is. The strings. This is the Swiss Beats era. Oh, goodness. Wait till we get to Eclectic. Um, anyway, um, so this album, for the most part, is Wyclef and Jerry Wonder, which is why we're talking about it. Um, I was say, we haven't mentioned the Fugees in like 20 minutes. <laughs> right. A um, little bit of Salam Remy, a little bit of Clark Kent. But Wow, really? Salam oh. Remy does get retarded. Thank you. No, that's not a good song. What? No. What? No. Are you serious? No. 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 <laughs> it's, not, it's not that good. No. No. Get Retarded is classic. Stop playing. No. It's there, not the best song on the album, but it's dope. It's not even the second best song on the album. Uh, third. Okay. Maybe. But th- I'll tell you, after the first two, it drops off real fast. Um. Did you see the video for this I next did, track? I've been on the phone all day since I got off work, and I saw you were sending me YouTube videos. You were texting them to me. So I hurry up and watch them before, and I saw Negronometry appear <laughs> <laughs> on my phone screen. I was like, fam, are you serious? And then, Dude, okay. Okay, go ahead. So they take a Willie Hutch record. And they somehow ruin it. They yeah. how, how do you sample, like, Willie... You sample a Willie Hutch record, it's a gimme. Like, no, this record is at least done for you. Half the work is done done for you, exactly. And the beat's terrible. Oh, it's awful. They take a C and say, and and they chop chop up N E G R O nometry. And Cannabis comes out with the silver paint. And And, and he's shrunken down. He like fits on the teacher's desk. 
Oh man, it was bad. So bad. I'm like, why? Did- <sighs> you know, cannabis had a had a great logo. The C. Yeah, the C is the C is dope. Yeah. The the sad part is, <laughs> is in retrospect, they really could have did rapidly rap videos. Second, I, I get like the I get why they put out the videos that they put out. Well, because they wanted to show cannabis as an artist. Well, well, but the songs that I'm a, I'm a lead into that. The songs that sort of stretch cannabis and try to make him do songs weren't good songs. No, and what's gotta, amazing is they somehow made second round knockout work as a single. It's a diss record. And it works. First of and all, it totally works. It has aged very well. Yes, it has. Despite the fact that some of the stuff is a little cringe inducing now. Um the part when when Canvas really gets warmed up on this when he's talking about the Vanguard Award and he, like the in that in that second verse. Right. He's he's gaining speed. Um first Woo! of all, Wyclef and Jerry Wanda on the beat, and that's a dope beat. Yes. Um Mike Tyson on the intro, of course. Classic. Great video, despite the fact that um, it's shot in a boxing gym and cannabis weighs maybe 100 pounds. Chill out, man. <laughs> you're not gonna make you. You're not gonna <laughs> slander the skinny guys. Is what you're not gonna do in this show. What you're not they've gonna. Got, they've got them in these in these boxing clothes that look like they're made for Mike Tyson. Um, <laughs> the pants look like they were made. His boxing shorts look like they were made from Missy's suit from the rain. Oh, don't do that. Like they just cut them. They cut that material and just wrapped it around them. It's crazy. Um, Second knockout is great though. Yes, aged very well. One of the greatest uh, disc records in hip hop history. Great record. Like the fact that it was a single. Yeah. Actually, like in terms of you know how you do a disc record, I can't even imagine. Like I get, I mean, because it is an outright. It's not like I'm alluding to or I'm talking about some stuff. Like it Ah. was a disc record. That got actual like it was in rotation on MTV. Yeah, so th- it's it's the it's the antithesis of back to back, where Drake doesn't. It's a diss record and it's being played everywhere, but Drake doesn't say Meek's name once. Cannabis is is going at the throat of LL Cool J intentionally yeah. and blatantly. Yeah, and you're right. It 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 was a it was a it was a single. It was on regular rotation on BET and MTV. Right, which is what made. The second single, so we all should have known. As soon as we saw that second single, we all should have known. Mm. Second single was I Honor You. Mm. Um, Are we even going to talk about what's going on or not? Uh, I mean, do we no, need I- to? It's not that good. No, it's not. Okay. I, I Honor You is... <sighs> <clears throat> this is from the Wyclef and Jerry Wonder Factory. Yes. Absolutely. This just reeks of Wyclef and Jerry Wonder. It is. It is. Um, the video... <laughs> I just can't... <laughs> The second verse, and one of our, our, our listeners pointed us out on Twitter, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't point it out. Cannabis is rapping, rapping from the perspective of sperm in the second verse. Like, I just want to point out, <laughs> like, my man really went there. Now I got to hear this. Hold on. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Fam. Are you kidding me right now? Oh. We all should have known. Like it's yeah, almost man. like it's almost like they put that out as a warning. Like 
Do not hey buy. The- hey guys, listen. I know you think you want this album. Uh, you really do. I feel like this album still sold like three hundred fifty thousand copies, though. It I remember went seeing gold. That's crazy. That's crazy. Like the hype that he had with such poor single choices, people were still like in denial because well, they want cannabis to second win. Second round, second round knockout. That was that was over the summer of ninety eight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah. I mean, and frankly, like if they would have delayed the single for "I Honor You," they probably would have gone even more. Wow. No. I, that is that that second verse is wow. Um, Wesley. <laughs> Jesus. Hype Nitus is uh, not good. Um, I used to like that song, though. You know what song is good, though, is How We Roll. Woo! Clark Kent on the beat, ladies and gentlemen. If I can find this beat, please. Love, I, love, I love the, uh, the the pitch change and the tempo yes. change. Yeah, that's that's Whoa. right out of the doc playbook. Yeah. <laughs> I never freestyle for free without charging niggas a fee. It'll cost you a brain cell just to cipher with me. Woo! Yes. Bars. Bars. Hashtag. Yes. How we roll is yes. Dope. Yes. Very dope. Very dope. Uh, Channel Zero. Go ahead. Is in, is crazy. Like, dudes, I mean, he, I never, he, he was really on his uh, Busta Rhyme, like, there's only five <laughs> years left. <laughs> like, the world's going to end, in, in, uh, the, you know, on January 1st, 2000. I really, really wish that I would have been at a New Year's party with Busta Rhymes on December 31st, 1999. What I would have given to be right next to him in a when he was rocking like a, a leather Bushi suit. I think that was like a year or two before Bushi, though. I'm sure he had like stuff that wasn't Prototypes. Out. <laughs> <laughs> he had the long red leather, like the the the, the Matrix jacket. <laughs> he shows, shows up. MTV, MTV's got some paparazzi there. Busta, what are you wearing tonight? This is a prototype Bushi leather Bushi. overall. With, yeah, I would say, yeah. It's a, it's with like, a, with it a, like a duster jacket. Sleeve, it was sleeveless. <laughs> yeah, if you got some Bushi or whatever, like, is that going to come back with nostalgia? Are we going to see cats rocking FJ 562? FJ 562. <laughs> <laughs> we rocking the Fat Joe? When, when, do, when do we get the Kairos, like the real Kairos clothing line? I need some denim. Listen, I need some do rags. Listen, man. If I can get the if I can get the leather hockey jerseys, like with the egg on them, I need that. With like, the I need that for real. For real. I'm trying. Yeah. If you, I know, I I got a couple people who have clothing clothing lines who listen to this show. So holler at me. I'm trying to. You get you get Kairos on the front. Kairos on the front. It's all leather. You get on the back. I think you do either the current year or you like 16 or maybe since Kairos came out, you can't. You do like 14. Like you know, you you make it work. You gotta, uh, or we could do the old and one shirts. Remember the old and one shirts that had the 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 faceless guy with the with the saying on it. I always hated those. Oh, you bugging! I had a couple of those. Uh, yeah, get the faceless guy, but he's like in his his face is in the shape of an egg, and then something FJ like you know, never living with my eyes closed in big letters <laughs> or something. Like, yeah, you get it popping, son. Mm. Word up. Um. Let's ride now. Let's just go straight to Buckingham Palace. Which is, I, I used to try to talk myself into that record. Like, I used to listen to it being like, this is going to be good. No. Well it's, well, it's the 100 bars. He does this better on the second album uh, with the 100 bars. I remember liking Buckingham Palace a lot. I remember, like, trying to like You ever have those? You had those songs. Like, oh, up. absolutely. Like, you, like, try to like it? Everything about this says like me. And you're like, Duh! 
Right. Yeah. Um, no, 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 no. Um, I remember liking this record in 98, but this I, I heard it last night and I was like, woof. Yeah. Although nothing on this album is as bad as Rip Rock. Do you remember this period in hip hop? There's a lot is that? Is this of... the, we're going to, we're going to try to merge rock, yeah. AKA Wyclef's going to play an electric guitar. Yes. So this was that, this was later like Busta Rhymes and Lenny Kravitz. Uh, <laughs> Also, Busta Rhymes and Marilyn, not Marilyn Manson. Ozzy Osbourne. Ozzy Osbourne. DMX and Marilyn Manson, even though that wasn't really a, like a rock record. Right. And then, of course, the entire Limp Biscuit experience. Oof. It's amazing. I, I, was, I, oh I saw God. a clip today. Are you ready for Limp Biscuit nostalgia? Because I'm not. Oh, I was going to say, no, no, no. They're actually experiencing nostalgia, but it's in the bad way. Like, oh. they're the, they're, they are becoming the prototype for like bad rock in the late 90s. Mm, I mean but that's that's about right. I forgot I forgot what rock group it was that came out. I don't know if it was Eddie Vedder from Pearl Jam or I saw something that said hold on. Let me look <laughs> Yeah, Rage Against the Machine. Oh uh, Rage, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it said uh we apologize for inspiring groups like Limp Biscuit. <laughs> like <laughs> Like we not gonna sit up here in front like y'all wasn't listening to uh break stuff and and uh No, nah, instead they were gonna be like, no, nah, we were listening to corn. Like man, shut up. You was listening to all of that. Shut up. All that stuff was on TRL together. Cut mm. it out. If if corn was number one, Limp Biscuit was number two, Britney Spears was number three, Eminem was number four, cut it out. Backstreet Boys was number five, cut it out. <laughs> so I, I don't I don't like the other side of nostalgia. Well, there's two sides of nostalgia where things are greater than they than they really were, and then things are like worse than what they were. Nah, you was nah you you liked Limp Biscuit's version of Faith. Cut it out. Oh, that's the worst. Cut it out. Anyway, Rip Rock is awful. Um, what's amazing is that on the Prowse album, there's a sequel. But um, <laughs> anyway, you know, dude, we need to do this twice. <laughs> you know what? The first Rip Rock was so well received. Uh, Nookie. Okay, that's that's the Limp Bizkit. Uh, <laughs> listen. Uh, anyway, um, bad album, right? Man, and her, and Wyclef and Wyclef and Jerry Wonder are all over this. Wyclef spoiled it. Hashtag. Mm. You know what's interesting though is you know who's listed as a co-producer on mm, almost every song. Who? Your boy Cannabis. So. I mean, he wanted the credit. Right, but then when it failed, mm. you want to... Now, back. to his defense, it's 98. They're making this album 97, 98. Wyclef is getting whatever he wants. And I'm sure it was like, hey, we're going to put you in the studio. He's gonna, you know, because clearly, I mean, it didn't, probably didn't take them long to realize cannabis isn't actually really that good at making songs. Right. So who's hot right now? Right. Yeah. So... Yeah. Yeah, true. I true. mean, you know, maybe they put him with Trackmasters and it's a whole different world, right? <laughs> no? Can you imagine Cannabis doing Puff Daddy ad libs? Yeah, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. Cannabis doing Fiesta Remix? Oh, man. <laughs> I heard Big Chips the other day. Big Chips. <laughs> we in the club. And dun, dun, dun. No, mm-mm. no, no, no. This is why no. we need to do an R. Kelly retro, my friend. That's why we need to do an R. Kelly retro. <sighs> The slander will be on 100,000 shows. Um, I really sat there and looked at that tweet for like five minutes and tried to respond to it. And I was what? like, nice. <laughs> uh, 
man. I just I don't know. Whatever. Um. So we need we need to keep we need to get going here. Um. Because that was actually really funny, but good. Uh. Let's do get a superstar before Lauren. Let, let's 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 get funny and then get back to being serious again. Oh man. We're not going track by track and get a superstar. Fam, I was shocked that this was on. Spotify, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. I began to wonder. Well, I wonder how much is residuals for this a month? Like, <laughs> Spotify sends him a check, or I mean, I bet you check every six months. I, I bet you people play Ghetto Superstar. That's real, right? Yeah, Ghetto Superstar has fourteen million hits on Spotify. Blue Angels is second with six hundred and seventy-two thousand. <laughs> Wait, six hundred and seventy-two thousand listens of Blue Angels? Blue Angels, dog. So. And, and, and then after that, there's another huge drop. What you want to do is like 115. I think that's probably the first song on the album. Uh, no, oh, it's no, it's not. No, it's not. It, uh, it was a single though. Well, it's right after. It's right after Ghetto Superstar. So I mean, right, right. So so Ghetto Superstar. I mean, so it was on the Bullworth soundtrack and then on the Prowse album. Um, yeah. Massive hit. Crazy. Almost in spite of Prowse, like yeah, nothing. N- Prowse had absolutely nothing right. to do with the this beat. Song. Maya's hook, little ODB, and ODB. Call it a day. Maya '98. And this is this is when being the lead song on a soundtrack was a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. I don't know if it's a great song. It's not. I never really loved it, but man, was it a big song. It was a big record, man. I'm I'm still stuck on Maya '98. Yeah. I mean, wait, wait. When was the uh, Rugrats record? '99. '99. Okay. Yeah, take me there. That was after her first album. So '98 is it's all about me. Uh, moving on with Silk the Shocker. Shout out to shout out to my homegirl Danielle. Some of y'all know her from Father's Day. Her and I joke about that record all the time. Um, we're gonna remake that for Kairos too. Oh wait, that's they're in the school, right? Yeah. Oh. She says who she sings. Whose draws are these? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Class a classic record. Classic record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah, Maya '98. Yes. Yes. Even even my you know my in two thousand and the oh, uh, no, best, no, no. best of you remix Maya video. My in twenty fifteen. She's still <laughs> gorgeous. Um, yeah the yeah the my love is like whoa video the um what else did she do? Remember that record she had with Lloyd Banks? No, that record was dope too. Um, she had, she had a couple of joints. Yeah, uh, be- the original best of me, the Swiss Beats oh, yeah. record. Oh yeah, oh yeah, with Jada Kiss. Yeah, people don't realize that 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 is what. That was the first public uh, response in the Jay-Z and Jadakiss beef. Was it really? It was supposed to be. Because remember, also the original version of Fiesta had Jadakiss on it. So Jay-Z was sort of, it, it came off like Jay-Z was spiting Jadakiss and getting on uh, his remixes and making them bigger. And so there were little shots here and there. So then that that's what led to uh, uh, uh-huh off of Kiss the Game Goodbye when uh, DMX dished Jay-Z. Because it was Rough Riders Rockefeller, and that eventually somehow sprawled into Jay Z and Nas. So yeah, before Jay Z and Nas, it was supposed to be Jay Z and Jadakiss. Mm. A lot of people don't know that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Original version of Best of Me remix. Oh, Maya in the Jersey dress. Oh, yep, yep. Oof, boy, don't bring Jersey dresses back, ladies. Um, no, but for the time, nah, not right now. Okay, but for the okay. time they were out, mm-hmm, yep. <laughs> used to have used to have girls like I used to have mad jerseys. And girls would be like, can I have that jersey so I can turn into a jersey dress? A jersey dress. Man, crazy. Okay, prize. Um, Because there's a couple records on here I want to laugh at. Um, what you want to do? <sighs> so I got hands and feet for the Project GMB. <laughs> <laughs> I 
the ch- yeah, they're all over this actually. They got a couple yeah. couple records on here. Yeah, they um, made Philly's Most Wanted for whatever reason. Isn't this Philly's Most Wanted? No, that's just Most Wanted. I think it's a guy named Most Wanted. Oh, all right, even worse. Uh, and Free is on What You Want to Do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, What You Want to Do is uh is not great. Th- there is a Neptune's remix of What You Want to Do. Fam, you said this to me today, and it, that blew my mind. Have you I ever like, heard that? Never. Never even like seen it. Never. I don't know. How, how'd you find that? I was I was sucked into a YouTube vortex. Mm. It happens. Pretty soon you're looking at those related on the right. And I was like, wait a minute. Actually, no, you know what it was? I was trying to figure out who produced what on this album because Wiki doesn't have a track by track production. So I go to Discogs thinking ah, I'm really going to dig deep on this. And I saw it listed as like a as like a, you know, a, a track on you know, one some like twelve inch that they released, and I was like, "What?" And then I, I wiki, and then I, I googled it. It shows up randomly on YouTube, and I was like, "Wow!" And it is like, it is total like, you know, Pharrell and Chad turned that out in fifteen minutes in nineteen ninety eight. Wow. Um, clips aren't bad on it though. <laughs> yeah, they're not. They're not bad. Uh, yeah. Khaleesi's. Yeah, it's a terrible, terrible song. Um, I was trying to hear Pharrell. In, I mean, Pharrell has a couple of ad libs in there. Yeah. I heard, but I was trying to hear. Whenever I hear Neptune's records, I always try to hear, all right, what did Pharrell write? But yeah. I can't imagine Pharrell writing that hook or that bridge. Hmm. But you never know. He could have. He also wrote SWSVSSWVV on Human Nature. So who knows? <laughs> who knows you, what he wrote? You, you ready to talk about Blue Angels? Oh, my God. You've been, you've been with. I mean, so I, what, this what, is like a big two things I love about this video. First of all, it's big, it's huge budget. Secondly, there are people like the acting that's going on in the video. There's, they're actually like you get the dialogue for that. You barely can hear the song at some points. <laughs> yeah, but that was really big in the late '90s, though. No, I mean this. I this takes it to a level that I. There was seen really before. there was really zoovies in the late '90s. The, the budget for this clearly somebody saw what Puff did for Victory and was like, "All right, all right." Yeah. We've got so we've got you know hey guy, you just came off Ghetto Superstar, Huge. big record, you made us a lot of money. So you know we're gonna throw this money behind Blue Angels, <laughs> and they're like, all right, well, I I want I want to sneak onto a to a, a navy ship in the middle of the night. Blue Angels. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what. Like Graz is an action hero. Maybe he should have been an actor. I mean, look at him in, uh, you know, Avenues. He's doing a little dance move. You know, he's playing a little role in Trying to Stay Alive. Maybe we missed Praz the actor. What (laughs) can we say about this song that hasn't been said about dustpans or something like this? (laughs) It's it's, terrible. (laughs) I am shocked. Like, I'm shocked. This whole album is shocking. It's bad. Like, Frowzy? Ugh. I laugh like I laugh out loud at work, and I work in a pretty quiet office. Well, <laughs> and I yelled. You, 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 you jumped right over "Can't Stop the Shining," um, which is, according to Apple Music, the sequel to uh, "Rip Rock." Oh um, no, I didn't joke over that. I leaped all the way over that. <laughs> free and cannabis. Um, yeah. Uh oh. Uh, frow. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Uh huh. Now. Uh-huh. Wait, hold on. Uh, was which one is the record with Mac Ten? Was that Dirty Cash? No, that's yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. so I like Mac Ten a lot. 
Mm. You listen to this podcast, you know I'm a West Coast guy. Full okay. life banging, West Side Connection, West Side Slaughterhouse is incredible. I'm a Mac 10 fan. Uh-huh. I don't know if I don't know if I understand somebody getting him for a feature because he he <laughs> it just sounds awkward. Like I'm sure, this, I'm sure he had no problem um, taking that check. Oh, um, sure, absolutely. What's not. amazing is there's a song called Lowriders on the album, and Mac Ten is not on that song. Listen, that song sounds like when you dap your your boy up and you miss. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that record sounds like it just, just sounds, air yeah just air and awkwardness you just look at him and then you kind of give like the hat or the part when you dap him up and you go to go hug him and the other guy doesn't lean in to hug so you do more leaning in than the other person he's just standing there or after you do the dap and back in the 90s when cats used to snap their finger after they did that and you didn't snap am i getting too am i getting too much okay it's okay it's okay um it's, it's a lot there are 18 tracks on here, but six of them are interludes. And one of them is just somebody singing Amazing Grace and he's not even rapping on it. Yeah. And then even the intro is, is the, uh, is the choir singing Hallelujah. Like, right. right. That's the really, the really limiting how much prize you're getting <laughs> for, for 74 minutes. Almost. There's actually little, a very small amount of prize on here. Um, this is a terrible album. Yeah. Terrible. See, I think I really like Wyclef and Jerry Wonder, they were really just making too much. And they sort of like, it's almost like the audacity of we're trying to stay alive made them be like, oh, pff, avenues? I, I, sure. <laughs> Ghetto Superstar? Why not? Blue Angels? Let's try it. Let's try it. Let's just throw stuff on the wall and see what sticks. I, I, I wanted to say that the carnival was bad. And no, 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 no. This, this is terrible. Fam, I was offended at how bad this album is. It, it's, it's as bad. It's, it's not even as bad as you think. It's actually worse. That's what I said about Carnival. Because think the Carnival's bad. Oof. Somehow they didn't even put avenues on here. <laughs> and the crazy part is, okay, so let me ask you this. And yeah. you might have said this already and I kind of skipped over it's it. Okay. So Wyclef, there's no way Wyclef and Jay Wonder produced all this album. They produced, I think... Most of it. Some of these records just sound cheap. Yeah. Like the beats are just like, like what were you, you know, I always picture artists. All right. I hear you hear the beat. You start humming a little bit. You might dance a little bit. You're like, oh, I could do something with this. You start brainstorming. Nothing about these records say rap over me, sing over me. These, these beats scream next. <laughs> these beats scream. What else you got? <laughs> Apparently Salam Remy's got a, a, a thing, on, a, a credit on here as well. Well, he should have gave them Fuji Live Part Two or something. It's just can't can't win them all, man. You can't win them all, man. Um, and man, Proz got nominated for a Grammy for Ghetto Superstar for the song. Did he wait? Did he get nominated? Or did he win the Grammy? He, he he got nominated. I I I get that. I get that. I want to know now. Now I got to look and see who uh who won that. Hold on. Yeah, cause dang. Okay. Oh, best R&B performance. That was best R&B performance by a duo group. Is that right? Is that what he was nominated for? Best rap performance by a duo group. Hold on. Oh, uh, Beastie Boys Intergalactic won that. Ugh. Hated Shocking. That record. Hated that record. Yeah, I hated that record too. I didn't like the Beastie Boys resurgence in, in the late 90s. Didn't mm. like that. Nope. The, uh, this, this, this is a great list of uh, award winners for best rap solo performance from the... This is... Uh, I guess this would be in 99 for songs that came out in 98. 
Okay. Uh, the nominees are getting jiggy with it. Okay. Oh, shout out to Will Smith coming out with an album next year, and they're going on tour with, with Jazzy Jeff. I will be there. Busta Rhymes, Dangerous. Okay. Wyclef, Gone to November. Okay. Jay-Z, Hard Knock Life. Okay. Lauren Hill, Lost Ones. Okay. Who do you think won? Probably Lauren, right? Will Smith. Getting jiggy with it, won a Grammy. I ain't mad at it. <laughs> it's amazing how Will Smith was like the poster boy for slander and hip-hop, and now like people are clamoring for a, a, a Fresh Prince album in 2015. Yeah, that album, I mean... Who who I mean who, who's writing for him? That's that's the question, right? I mean, like, I'm not even saying that in a bad way. Like, if he has good people helping him, I mean, maybe something happens. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but you're Will Smith, so I'm sure you can you can commandeer somebody, right? You know, I heard about him getting in the studio with your boy Kanye last year, but you know, who knows what Kanye probably had him like rapping over like seagull squawks or something. Anyway, <laughs> speaking of Grammys. I think we can move on to Miss Lauren Hill. Let's do it, man. This is a weird album to review because I did not own this album. So I don't really have the benefit of nostalgia. Mm. Um, but real quick, the drama surrounding this album. Man, I remember that Double XL article like it was yesterday, man. That was like a six or seven page article, extremely detailed. Whoever wrote that did a fantastic job. It's very noticeable when you listen to this. This is not a Fuji's thing in any way, shape or form. At all. Wyclef and Jerry Wonder are not involved at all. I mean, she's she's dissing him on a song. Well, right, right. I mean, that's because their relationship is all over this record. Yep. Then there's the drama around who should get credit for this album. Yep. Sony wanted her to work with an outside producer, and you'll find this hilarious because of your boy Nas. They were pushing for the Trackmasters. Hmm. You know what, though? I wouldn't be mad at that. Right, that would have been, uh, you know, a 98 Trackmasters and Lauryn Hill. That R- R&B Trackmasters, though. Because yeah. although, although hip-hop Trackmasters could get a little gaudy, R&B Trackmasters were dope. Right, right. It would have been, uh, wouldn't have been the same, but it would have been interesting. Nah, would have been very interesting, yeah. Um, I agree. She definitely would have been a little more pop. Absolutely. Um, but ironically, she ended up going pop. Well, but right. Just by doing authentic Lauryn Hill records, so it worked for her. So once she did get sort of clearance to go ahead and make this, she put a group of musicians together that she, that she called New Ark. It was a bunch of musicians from Jersey. And they basically created the basics of the, most of these songs. Then on top of that, Shea Vicious and James Poyser. Is that man pronounced his last name right? Mm, yeah, James, James Poyser. Yeah. Poyser. Cleaned up everything. Like some of these songs, they, they actually just went ahead and produced. Some of them, they like replayed elements. Like they came in and really like polished everything up. And then yeah. to make things complicated, there was label pressure. Once they heard the final product. To make it seem like she did it on her own. Like she was essentially Prince. Mm. So you've got these new young musicians who definitely helped create songs, but they they might have been beat makers, but they weren't producers, to use an old trope. Right? right. And then you've got Che and James who get some credit, but not a ton. Then you've got Lauren who's getting pressure to put herself out there as like this solo genius. Right? Because... It's we still have we've talked about this in the show multiple times. We have this complicated relationship with oh, it took a bunch of people to make this album. Right. It's got to be the solo genius toiling away. Right. Right. The fact that there that this is I mean the fact that this was actually a very messy like creation recorded in multiple places, different ver- like you know all this stuff that took a while. Some of the stuff was last minute. Like that doesn't fit the tidy narrative, you know. Um, and that that sucks. It does. It does. Um, money got in the way. Um, on the, on the one hand, it would have been kind of interesting to see if, um, you know, 
if Wyclef and Jerry Wonder would have been involved at all, if they would have basically tried to like make like another Fuji's kind of sound, or if by this time in '98, if Wyclef would have just tried to give her like you know Blue Angels, like <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Lauren, you gotta rap over this Blue <laughs> Angels. <laughs> the video is gonna be just like Ready or Not. Uh, um, so you know how prize was like Michael Jackson. You could be like Janet Jackson in the Pleasure Principle video with the chair. You know, crazy. She's got an album coming out. Came out, right? Yeah, Janet's album came out Friday. Did you hear it? I skimmed through it. Yeah, and? Uh, uh, Nothing really jumped out at me besides No Sleep. Okay. Um, But I got to listen to it a little more. So it's it's, it's about to be R&B season for me, real, real, real heavy. Weather's changing. So So, so let's let's talk about this Lauren album. Um... I know that there are people who think that they, to them, this is like a classic album, like yep. an incredible, like this is on people's like lists. Yeah. This album is not that way for me. Yeah. Agreed. Um, me as well. Right. Like I'm going to run through this real quick. I think like, so lost ones. Classic. It's okay. Classic. Classic. I, I can see that like in 98, I might've really, really liked this, but yeah, it's okay. That's the nostalgia factor for me. It is. Of this record. Yeah. Now, X Factor. Oh, man. First of all, it's, I love that they replayed Woo's Can It Be, Can it be All So Simple. It, it's, it's amazing for me that I hated this song when it came out. Yeah, I, it's, it, it, I, I, don't, I wouldn't say I hated it, but I didn't really like, love it when it came out. But now I'm like, yeah. Yeah, like this is one of those records that I guess maybe going through that, mm-hmm. or it's one of those records that maybe when you're older you get, you know, as a teenager... But yeah, like now you can not only appreciate the content, but even the musicianship. Yeah, in in the record and the remix. Woo! Yes, the remix first is crazy too. Yeah, like when I went back to listen to this for this week, the very within like two seconds of me hearing it, I'm like, wait a minute, did they sample? Can it be also simple? Like I picked on up on it immediately, but in '98 I wasn't paying attention at all. So I love stuff like that. But no, X Factor is really dope. Um, I the a little bitty tidbit that I love about this record. Mm. Um, John Legend's background vocals. I don't know why they. I don't know why I love the way they blend on this record. Is he on X Factor? Yeah, he's definitely singing background vocals. Hmm. You yeah, you looked at. I ain't even got looked at. No, that's 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 Stephen Curry last night hit shooting at three. That was I'm that was five. incredible. That was I'm gonna slap five before that even goes in. I know he's singing background vocals on that. Cause remember, remember his version of X Factor that you ripped off his website. No. You don't remember that? I mean, I ripped a lot of stuff off his website. <laughs> Let me see if it's on YouTube. Yo, John Legend's version of X Factor. You tried to sample it. I tried to sample a lot of things. <laughs> True words have never been spoken. Uh... Oh, you know what? I probably still have it on my server. <laughs> yep, there it is. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you totally sampled that. <laughs> Listen, I sampled a lot of things, all right? Ah, this sounds like a life mantra, Doc. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, John Lennon. What we got here? We got... I feel like he sampled something. I feel like he's saying something else on his website, too, right? Oh, uh, uh, Stevie Wonder Visions. Oh, yeah, Visions of them. Oh, I don't have that anymore. That is... He does a great version of that. Yes, he does. I'm gonna and of look- course, his version of Don't Let Me Be Misunderstood. Yes. Ooh. Yes. All the fire emoji. That's right. <laughs> Let's see if I can find it. Yes. 
Ha ha. <laughs> Wait, that's not it. Yeah, that's not it. Because this is oh, this is like John Legend without the piano. Net no, John no. doesn't exist to me. No. All right. No, we're, we're not talking John Legend. We're talking John Stevens. Yeah, John Stevens. Yes. <laughs> Live at the Knitting Factory. Yes. Anyway, All day. Anyway, uh, to Zion featuring your man Carlos Santana. Played by Carlos Santana. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we didn't even talk about Maria Maria. Yeah, when did that come out? Uh, that's not. Uh, that's actually. Is that a little later? It might be a little later. I feel like that's like '99. <laughs> they just. They, this song just reminds me of every deodorant commercial I've ever seen in my oh, life. Oh, 2000. Yeah. Okay, we're getting there. Yeah, because Product GMB had a brief moment that Wyclef ruined. Anyway, uh, go ahead. Yeah, two Zion. Um, two Zion's dope. Yeah, you know, it's a surprisingly dope beat. Um, the hook is not uh, amazing. I really like the ending a lot, but I would have loved this in 98. Mm. Um, but we could talk about uh, Doo-Wop, That Thing, because this is one of those songs, like, at least for me, I remember the first time I saw the video and I was just like, yep, this is a hit. Like, even then, there were sometimes you see, like, for me, I will, I can hear, in this case, see a video and you're just like, Oh, okay. Yep. Uh, yep. I, I know what we're listening to for the next three months now. Yep. Agreed. And Never liked this song, though. Really? Never liked this song. This is a classic record. No, it's it's classic. Absolutely. But I never liked this record, ever. Was it the video? Nah, I just didn't like the song. Huh. Nope. Um, huge song. And it's like, it's a perfect, like, song to showcase Lauren, right? Yeah, she's doing a little bit of everything. Doing yep. a little bit of everything. It's pop, but it's not... You know, I actually wrote this in my notes. It's pop, but it's not selling out. Like, first of all, we don't even use that term anymore because it's like everybody, like there is no sellout anymore. We just assume you sell out. Like there's no. Right, right. Um, but that, you know, that was kind of a concern. Um, but um, wait, Product GMB had a record called Cluck Cluck. I'm getting there. See, I need to close the the Santana Product GMB wiki page because it's distracting me right now. Um, Cluck Cluck is the worst song in the history of recorded music. I really wish the video was on YouTube. It's not. Like, they literally had chickens singing the hook. Like like Project Pat? Like No, 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 no. Because no, Chicken Head is a classic. No, 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 no. We're not finna do that. Listen, whoever I marry, she's going to be able to rap Le Chat's part of the verse with me. Uh, like, that's what we're going to rap at the reception. Girl, you need some gum. <laughs> like some thunder. <laughs> what you talking about? Oh, what's your phone? Man! So, la- so ladies, if you're trying to if you're trying to, to catch the eye of, of one Mr. Armand Goss, you need to um, you, you catch up on your Project Pat. Yes. You need to catch up, on, in general, on your 3-6 Mafia. Yes. Um, it, stay away from pros. That's all I'm saying. Far away from pros. <laughs> Far away from prize, stay away from uh, smiles and South Star. Yeah, that tell me record. Come on, <laughs> a friend of mine has the funniest. Like him and his boys almost jumped the black one. I don't remember which, which one. It's funniest story in the world. Like, how do you? How is how is one of the stories you tell a story about you beating up one of the guys from Smiles and South? Star? The, the, the pride of Orlando, Florida, ladies and gentlemen. Right. Um. All right. Yeah. So superstar. I don't really like this record. I don't either. All right. Final hour. Nope. It's at this point in the album where I'm all of a sudden like, hmm, I don't know how much I love Lauren Hill's lyrics. 
as like a, like when she sings. What do you mean? I just don't really like. I don't know. There's something about her lyrics. They seem the uh, maybe it's the way that she. It's it's weird to call it her flow, but like the way that she sings, like when she's whatever the singing equivalent of flow is. It, mm. And some of these records with these lyrics, it just feels. I think it's just her style, but it feels very like jilted to me. If that makes any sense. No, but I'm sure it does for somebody. It's nah, okay. It probably doesn't. It's just some like at this point, I'm like, nah. Um, how do you feel about when it hurts so bad? Uh yeah, I'm good off of this. Yeah, this too. whole there's a whole, this whole middle stretches. Um, but. Can we talk about I used to love him with Mary J? Yes, we can. Yes, we can. With no snippets. So first of all, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull your I'm gonna pull your nerd card. You, what, please tell me you recognize what what beat that they're using when those snippets come through when they're trying to get like their blend tape on. You know what song that is? It's ice Man, cream. I was gonna say I didn't I didn't listen to this album for this podcast. Oh, all right, then I can't pull, I can't I can't I can't pull your nerd card. Yeah, as soon as those snippets come in. I'm like, oh, and then they don't go full blend tape. Mm. Now, why would have went full blend tape? Mm. <laughs> and then some. He, he, Absolutely. He, yeah. <laughs> he he might have had some breakdance in the video. Um, <laughs> uh, I can't do that, Wyclef <laughs> Note, but I'm going to play it on the show before it's over. That, nah. What Wyclef Note? Um, the note that he hits at the end of uh, We Are the World 25. <laughs> right after the rap. Um... In the we are the world. I like I used to love him, but I almost like a remix of this would be ridiculous. Mm. Sort of similar to what uh, Jasmine Sullivan did with. Uh, yeah, I, I really just want. She did. I just want. I want the Puff Daddy Soul Power remix of this. That's what I want. Yeah. Soul Power yeah. remix. Come on, man. That that was on. Uh, that was on Havlin Savage Theory, nineteen ninety five. Uh, Bad Boy Puff Daddy Soul Power remix featuring yeah. Missy Elliott. Yep. Um. Forgive them, Father. Yep. No. I like, yeah, that record was cool. Nah. Every ghetto, every city. Nah. Nah. People are people are screaming right now. They are. They're they like were. they're like you went in detail on Can I Bus, and we're just skimming through. Skimming through Lauren Hill's this album. Education, Lauren Hill. It's you know how you feel about the D'Angelo record. Nothing even matters. Well, you skipped every ghetto, every city, didn't you? <laughs> I mean, okay, okay. All I right, mean, okay. I feel, no, 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 no. there's nothing to talk about. Right, it's not that good. I can totally stand over Nothing Even Matters, one of the greatest songs ever. Like this, It's a good whoa, song. Whoa, 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 and, whoa, whoa. And D'Angelo is the best part of this, by the way. Whoa, whoa. Go ahead, tell me. You relax right this instant, sir. <laughs> no, Nothing Even Matters is the perfect, classic, amazing, cannot speak enough good things about this record classic this record made me a man <laughs> whoa this, this, uh, no i'm saying this is what you know this is it's how i used to i used to this is what this is two is this was this 98 98 okay so i got into r&b like in 2000 okay so the r&b albums i used to listen to were carl thomas emotional <laughs> jill scott words and sounds volume one uh erica badu mama's gun glenn lewis world outside my window and then a collection of songs here and there to include this. So this mm. is the, this is the, um, uh, I'm going to call, because remember the, I don't know if they had this where you live, when you would call, like to see like what the weather was or what movies were playing okay. locally. So yeah. when the girl, when you, when the girl wanted to call your house late, oh, I see. call right. that number at like 12, 1230. And then she'd call and you click over. Mm. That way your parents can hear it ringing. Exactly. 
And yep. Cake you, know, it. you know what? I, I mean, I was just going to say it. Like, my phone game wasn't strong, man. <laughs> like, I'm just going to be real. My phone oh, game was not strong. Um, man, that's how, that's, how I learned my, that's how I learned my gab. You know what I'm saying? On the on the phone, like um, I used to have the I used to have my own number, but it was still the the house line, so it would just ring a different oh, way. Oh, oh, oh! See, they had so many like weird hacks on top of like phones. <laughs> they called it a weird hack. <laughs> it is. It was like multi lines, but it wasn't really multi line. And then when everybody got modems, you were like, oh, you got all oh, the worst. You call, and you hear that, you hear the noise, and you're like, man, come on. Dad, I'm on the phone. <laughs> like, man, I'm about to get off this phone. I got to get off the phone, man. My dad's trying to get on the internet. Right. Yeah. That, oof. But nah, man. I, you know, I'll be, I'll be honest. My phone, my, uh, my phone game was not the strongest. Man. Luckily, I lived on a military base, so it was a lot of walking around. Yeah, that's real. That's real, though. But in general, nah. Phone game, nah. Anyway, now that we've, now that we've discussed my lack of a phone game in Sorry, 1998. Man. Hey, we're coming, you know. Yeah, we came full circle. You married now, you good. There's no future in my friend. <laughs> ah, Refer- right. References on references on Clock Radio Speaker. Oh, um, MC Breeze. Yeah, everything is everything. Never liked this record. Okay, I'm not crazy. Like, I know this song was huge. It was. I never really liked it. Nah. Okay. Miseducation, Lauren Hill. Nah. I don't even remember this record. I like this record, actually. I kind of like it. Um... So apparently a hidden a hidden track on here is Can't Take My Eyes Off You. Yes. 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 By the way, only time on the entire album she says the phrase refugee camp. What, what do you know? It sounds like a Fuji's record. <laughs> Funny how Just, that works, huh? It's a, it's a, it sounds like a follow-up to Killing Me Softly. So take a classic record and hip-hop it out. Right. So no, her, her rendition of Can't Take My Eyes Off You was great. I like that record. Yeah. I got to pull up the remix to X Factor. I'm not going to play it on the show, but... I don't know if I've ever heard the remix to X Factor. It, it's 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 faster. Okay, it, so it's faster. It's, so it's, it's actually like a different version of the song. Absolutely. Right. So it's one of them things. It's it's one of like I wouldn't be surprised. Of course, you know X Factor being as amazing as, as it is, you're like, eh. is this it? Yeah, this is it. Wait, hold on. Okay, that's not. Hold on. The other version had a beat. Whatever. I ain't gonna play it. Anyway. But yeah, there is a remix. Um, and it was different from that one. It had they had the same melody, but the drums were different. The drums were more hippity hop, mm. uh, the other version. But yeah, but yeah. So I, I don't know, Doc. Do you? This wasn't your first time hearing this album, right? No, it was my first time really like sitting through it, like deep in the. I had skimmed it many times before, but sit, sit. <laughs> I mean, I mean, like it was like a. Uh, like it was like a, a punishment or something. <laughs> it's um, she suffers from expectations just on an incredible level, and for most people, she met them with this album. Absolutely, right. it, it exceeded. Yeah, right. It's a, it's actually an incredible achievement, and I mean, just in terms of meeting that, and so just because it's not my speed for the most part, that doesn't at all just you know take away from the fact that for many people they they loved it and they and they loved it then this is not like a revisionist history sort of thing like people yeah. loved it when it came out they absolutely. love it now like absolutely it, to the point now where she has she ha- has low-key ruined her reputation just due to you know just alone just off her touring alone just her her reputation with concerts but people still 
if she if she got on Twitter tomorrow and said I'm putting out an album tomorrow, people would still clamor for it. Uh, my wife saw her in the early 2000s. She came to UConn. Okay. Um, and uh, it was a little bit of a mess. Mm. She uh, you know, some, there was some crying. There was uh, yeah, like you know, she uh, she didn't make it all the way through. Like this is right after Unplugged 2.0. Ah, uh, oh, man. Lyrically, that album is amazing. I would have liked to have heard a studio version of Unplugged. Lyrically, the album is incredible. Incredible. But, yeah. Word to 50 and 50 Cent killed it with half a bar. <laughs> Terrible. Man, that record was hard. What record? Love Me? Eminem, Obi, and, and 50 oh. Cent? Oh, that record was hard. Yeah. Still listening to Lauren Hill and Tap Muff. Yeah, that record was hard. But, uh, yeah. So, no, all I have to say is, so, like, um... It's it's a shame what ha- what has happened to her career. Sure, absolutely. Um, I feel like there was definitely like a lost opportunity there. Yeah, agreed, agreed, agreed. So, all right. So what? So now we we are at this is like ninety eight into ninety nine. So this is into ninety nine. So so we what are we doing now. We're gonna wrap up. There's a couple random things we can talk about before we talk about parts of Wyclef's second album. Yeah. So. Before we get there, we should talk about City High. Oh, man. How was What Would You Do? How did that song (laughs) even get out of the studio? Like, it is such a mess. It's a bad song. It's, um, I watched the video today. Oh, man. (laughs) The, The part when next episode comes in, I'm like, oh, right. I forgot they did this. I, I didn't remember that at all. I don't want to remember it either. Um, <sighs> the only things I remember about City High are Caramel, Five Five of Brown Eyes. But smile like yeah. Uh, every, every girl in my high school that used to like, or when I first got on the internet, like that was every black girl's bio. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> every black woman's bio under the age of 16 was 5'5 five five or 5'9 five or whatever with brown eyes, smile like the sunrise. Um, I remember, you know, uh, what was the, what would you do? Train wreck of a song. It's so, I un- oh God. I, unfortunately, I can't even think of the word to describe my feelings towards what would you do. It's, a, it's amazing. That's, that's <laughs> <It's> amazing. Um, <laughs> it's just like, it's, it's shocking. You ever just see something and you're just like in shock. Like, what am I looking at? What am so, I listening to? So once City High came out, do you think the other people from Sister Act 2 started beating down a beating down a path to Wyclef's door. They were like, listen, we see what happened with Lauren, other guys in City High. What about me? Do you think that happened? Um, I wouldn't doubt it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> what about me? Um, I also remember that Claudette Ortiz was absolutely amazing. Uh, and still uh, is amazing, too. She's got like 15 kids. Two, two wrongs don't make it right. You know what? I didn't hate that song. That video is hilarious. <laughs> I watched the piece of it when you sent it to me. I didn't watch the whole thing. All you have to watch is the intro, Wyclef with the guitar, and I cannot stop laughing. Oh, man. Isn't that every Wyclef? <laughs> How many videos they did get... Wyclef actually film versus them just like... You think they just, they just had stock footage? In different scenes? Maybe they just shot a lot of stock footage. A lot of like, all right, Clef, I want you to lean against the car with the guitar this time. And they just kept inserting them in the videos. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. Claudette Ortiz might be the baddest R&B chick ever mm. possibly she's in the conversation in the conversation she's in the conversation it's almost like the the uh the ghost face skit off supreme clientele did she ever have a solo 
never. Never. The group broke up and like all the mad, all the drama and madness went down. One of them was on an episode of uh, the other one, the one that wasn't on Sister Act. He was on an episode of Intervention because mm. he he ended up getting with her. They got married. They got divorced because she cheated on him with the other guy. Yeah. So that like that he 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 had um he had a really bad uh, uh, addiction to alcohol. Mm. and yeah so she was on like r&b divas like a year or so ago whatever and it's amazing she's she's like our age she's like early 30s but she has like 45 kids it's amazing but yeah oh god claudette ortiz man okay i'm back i'm good i'm back i'm back that's all i remember about city high uh what else do we need to talk about product gmb who fam you want to sing maria we can sing maria maria i hate that song I hate that song. Hate it. It just reminds me of like a, a Bud Light commercial. When it, the, all the power's out in August and it's hot, it's just what that song sounds like. I'm just waiting on an ice cold train to drive through the city and cool everybody off. All I know is that apparently there is a Wyclef remix of this that exists. Hold on. Yeah. Hold up. Hold up. <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> oh. Going to YouTube. Come on, phone. My phone is gonna oh. make this Android update. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Are you listening to it? I, I took a quick little listen. All right, hold up. I gotta listen. I gotta. I gotta listen. Hold up. Okay. Oh man, what'd you do? <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gents, turn up your sound. Oh, you know what? Hold up. Hold up. Yeah. We got to talk about I'm about to play I got to play this. Okay. We need to talk about one of if not the greatest contribution that Wyclef made to music. Oh no. What did I miss? Remix. Yes. No <laughs> Yo, I used to love that record. Oh no. Ah, I used to love that. They used to always play it at the end of Rap City. They would never play the video all the way through, and I'd be so mad. I used to love that record. Night Court, son! So cheesy. Extremely cheesy. Ugh, that's such a bad God. song. Such but a that's, bad. that's just gaudy. Just reeks of Harlem. That's just, <laughs> like, that's just Harlem, yo. I forgot that Wyclef is on that. Yeah. You know, yeah, hold up. Hold up. Come on, phone. You're killing me right now. All right, yeah. What? Okay, so yeah, Product GMB, Cluck Cluck is the worst song in the history of recorded music. I don't remember Cluck Cluck. <sighs> we really got it. No? Hold on. Here we go. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> And he's in the background. You don't know. You don't know. That's terrible. So you don't remember Cluck Cluck? I don't. Let me play this crap, man. <laughs> I really wish the video, I don't know why the video isn't on YouTube. As much coonery and buffoonery is on YouTube now, they have the nerve to get rid of this. Come on. Come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's about time for 2000. Okay, hold on. Yeah. 
and it cut yeah it cut off so that i'm just that doesn't matter that we heard all we need to hear that's 2001 in a nutshell thanks god that was god telling us to just like cut it (laughs) (laughs) that's enough (laughs) well right so there's all that nonsense and what's also nonsensical is um e-man wyclef decides his second album he's upping upping the ante Boy, first off, I forgot that he put out a disc record on the Fugees. I heard that record on a K-Slate tape. Where Fugees at? Yeah. I heard that on a K-Slate tape. I forgot all about that. Like, fam. He's really just dissing prize. Like, he really doesn't go at Lauren. Right. Now, he's killing prize. Well, not killing, but he's talking about prize a lot. <laughs> and then, oh, and man. And then, just a miracle oh, of a song. I'm sorry. My bad. Cluck Cluck is not the worst song in the history of recorded music. You think this. It's, you think it's Kenny Rogers on on Simon Says? Yes. Nothing is funnier than this record. Nothing. It's so bad. I don't even want to play it. Like, listen, if you're listening to the show, just go search search Wyclef Jean Kenny Rogers. Yeah, I mean, you have to experience it yourself. It's exactly what you think it sounds like. It's a dub plate. So if you know what a dub plate is, it's when. You get an artist who sings an original song to sort of flip the, the lyrics around to sort of big up your crew or your DJ or something like that. Um, Drake has done that with uh, on a OVO sound. He's sort of done that with a couple of reggae artists or whatever. Um, and it's a really, really big thing in Jamaican culture and reggae culture. So, I mean, I like the idea. I think it's original. You know what I'm saying? It's just, ooh, yeah. what what drug or series of drugs were being consumed when the idea of let's get Kenny Rogers to sing The Gambler over a re-imagined, uh, there's a good word, a reinterpreted version of Simon Says mm. by mm-hmm. Pharrell Munch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One of the greatest rapidly rap beats ever. Right. That's what you do to it? Who did they pay? I'm curious. Who did they pay since Pharrell Munch made no money off Simon Says? Who did they pay? Did they pay the Japanese company too? <laughs> Is that how that, I'm serious. Is that how that works? Uh, if they replayed it, then they, yeah, they, you know, the writing credits for that go to them, but they don't have to pay to sample. So actually, if they actually truly did replay it, then they're good. Yeah, they replayed it. Yeah. Um, I completely forgot about Thug Angels. Me too. I heard <laughs> it. Oh my God. I heard it and I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> that was a single. That was a single. I hope Dark Child got paid for that one because Wyclef completely stole his style on that beat. A lot of people would. A lot of people talk about how Timbaland got jacked, and he did. And I'm one of those people. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people jack Timbaland. Yeah. A lot of people jack Dark Dark Child. It's true. Dark Child jack Timbaland, <laughs> but a lot of people jack Dark Child as well. Right. Dark Child jack Timbo at the beginning, but then he when he really Destiny Child his child did his sound out in '99 yeah. 2000. He he took the Timbo thing and made it even more frenetic and took away some of the quirkiness and sort of smoothed over it. Yep. Agreed. And Thug Angels might as well be a Destiny's Child record. Right. I wonder if Dark Child's gonna get is Dark Child's gonna sort of be in that Teddy Riley sort of vein where like He's a complicated you were, guy. I mean, it's just like Teddy Riley also, you know, produced some stuff that was somewhat unheralded for, for Michael. I'm 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 making a Teddy Riley playlist. Mm. One of the greatest producers ever, far and away. New Jack City is one of, if not my favorite era of music ever. I mean, if your career can span the 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 gamut from all I want to do is zoom, 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 
in your boom boom all the way which is an incredible record <laughs> one of my favorite like songs of that era period you shake could it, shake it now nah, shake shout it. out to pharrell for writing that uh third verse right um oh word i forgot about that that's right um, <laughs> you put you could put that on that song on right now and it and wouldn't it, it wouldn't sound like overly corny it goes like that and it's, it doesn't go quite as much but it's very similar to like uh poison right bellows of where like mm-hmm. those records they just would for whatever reason completely work still like and there's no like irony or like oh haha remember this it's like no this this works yeah po- um, poison still yeah poison, oh, poison still. is forever um <laughs> i didn't know that was i didn't know that was a cool g rap uh cool g rap sample on the bridge oh interesting poison Poison, yeah, that's Koji Rap. Because huh. he's in the video. Oh, huh. so they were like, "Hey, we're sampling you on this record. Like, can you come be in the video?" And Koji Rap was like, "Absolutely." It was, <laughs> it's a good look for him. Right, right. Um, what were we talking about? I don't know. We got to uh, Wyclef. Wyclef. Yeah, <laughs> Thug Angels. Thug Angels. Oh my goodness. Anyway, um, what is going on with "It Doesn't Matter"? I'm sorry. <laughs> um, the Gambler is the worst song of all time. This is the second. This is not even the. This is not even the second worst song on this album. L- listen, I didn't get past. Uh, I didn't get past uh, the Whitney Houston dub plate. But that means you did g- get to hear things like the cipher. Um, I remember that beat. I remember that record, and I wasn't mad at that record. Uh, we're gonna get there. Hold on. Anyway, so it doesn't matter. Is completely ridiculous. My God, man. Um, the Rock. This, yeah, Early The like, Rock. This is the height of like rock 1.0 attitude era stone cold, the rock, like everybody watched wrestling. So this record was just like cheesy. (laughs) It wasn't just cheesy. It's almost like Wyclef got bored making regular songs. So he was like, how ridiculous can I get? Like, so you, so you think it was like an ego check? Oh, this song is a complete ego check. That's funny. This song is ridiculous. That's funny. Um, Burner. Who does it? Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, yeah. Right. Right. Um, I never liked 911. So, yo, feel my body. <laughs> <laughs> 911 is a bad song, and yet it was a hit. It was a hit. Shout out to my homegirl Jazz, and we we often duet this song as well. Like this song is woof. Bad. It's bad. But yeah, it 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 was a hit. You know what other song was a was a single on here that I completely forgot about? What? Perfect gentleman. Yeah. Like I'm was, sitting here. Here are my here are my moment by moment notes as I'm listening to this. I'm like, wait a minute, Wyclef made a strip club record? And then in all caps. I know this song as soon as I get to the hook and then it's just a lot of crying emoji faces like, um, Oh goodness. Why did Wyclef think, did you see the video? No, you probably didn't. No, of course not. No, listen, 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 listen. This never got played in any strip club (laughs) ever just cause it was a certain tempo. No, 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 no. This was a strip club song about morals. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to point out something that I actually like about this album, which is I like the sample on Hollywood to Hollywood. And that's all I've got for the rest of this album. Yeah, I didn't get that far. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. How many songs? I are- know. Good God. I remember uh, Low Income was on the next Friday soundtrack. I remember that. Not to say it was good or anything, but I just remember 
is yeah. the name of it. No, I'm good. I'm good. Apparently, <sighs> there's a remix to Perfect Gentleman that has Exhibit on it. Did they pay Exhibit and did they give him a car <laughs> as payment? All right. So oh, this, is, this is awful. This is way worse than his first album, right? You know, I think they're the same they're, band. Okay, listen. <laughs> there's not even, a, there isn't even a single you know what, to no, like here. You're right. You're right. Because the carnival did have We Trying to Stay Alive. So you get that. And it had gone to November. And it did have gone to November. You're right. You're right. And there were other records that I know you didn't really like, but there's nothing on here that works. Nothing. Not a single song. It's all bad. All of it. It is, it is a stunning, like, you know, the, it's, it, you know, it's funny when we started doing the Fugees, I didn't really realize that this was going to end up being essentially a Wyclef and Jerry Wanda retro and their era starts in 96 mm-hmm. and they had, they put out so much stuff in 98 that that pretty much killed what they did. And then this album pretty much just kills it dead hundred percent because aside from stuff with like say city high, which comes out in 2001. Nobody's really working with the Wyclef like that anymore. Like occasionally he would pop up on stuff and yes, people still work with him, but there was a period like 90, like 97, 98, even in 99 where he was in demand. Sure. Him and Jerry sure. wonder the, the, the Fuji's refugee camp sound was in demand because it sold a lot of records. Sure. Absolutely. But their window was so short. Very short. They completely overextended themselves in 98. Yeah. So now all yeah. Wyclef has to show for himself post post his run is uh, a classic Chappelle show appearance. Mm-hmm. And we are the world 25, which is. Mm-hmm. Listen, like, it's amazing to me why this didn't catch more slander than it did. I think this is when Twitter was still very rough around the edges and not a lot of people were on it. Um, but like if that came out today or even last year. Like Wyclef will be out of a job. Mm. I will say though, kudos and props to whoever uh, arranges "We Are the World." The first one and the second one. I don't know if that was Quincy Jones. Like, who yeah, decides yeah. who sings what part? Yeah, that takes yeah. talent. Yeah. So kudos to that. Uh, but the uh, the rap part, Nipsey Hussle just randomly appears, throwing up gang <laughs> signs. Busta Rhymes is singing in in the in the "We Are the World" choir. It's it's man. I need you to look at the track listing for Wyclef's fourth album, The Preacher's Son. Why? Because there are some incredible combinations on here. Man. This is totally worth it. <laughs> Patty LaBelle, Cassidy, and Wyclef. <laughs> <laughs> on one song. There is a song with Cassidy, Wyclef, and Patty LaBelle. He has a song with Wayne Wonder and Elephant Man. I was about to say, that is probably the most exhausting song ever. <laughs> Yo, Wayne, yo, Wayne, uh uh-uh, nope, Wayne, yo, Wayne Wonder, nah, I got hands for Wayne Wonder. No Letting Go was like the worst song ever. It's the, it's the drunk, it's the drunk bar anthem, like, all, whenever we would, (laughs) whenever, I lived in Colorado at the time, so whenever we would, oh my God, yeah, that was up there too. Whenever we would go to like the, uh, the, the white people bar, (laughs) Like, y'all loved Wayne Wonder. When that record would come on, like, y'all were on the dance floor, mug in hand, and uh, sway. You know what? There's a lot of claps, so there's a lot of places to jump into the beat, (laughs) right? It's not like there's... It's hard to mess that up. Like, you just sort of move around, and you eventually kind of find it. Like, it finds you, that that rhythm. Oh, my God. 
Yeah, man. <laughs> I forgot about that. Because, yeah, because Lumi Saint, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Freaking Lumi D, man. Oh, oh man. And See, that Bust, was before. Buster Rhymes like, comes in on the remix. Yeah, that was before. That was when, like, that was right before. I think that was the precursor and predecessor to, like, Aunt Jackie and uh, uh, Chicken Noodle Soup and all those, like, Harlem dance songs yeah. that came out, like, the mid 2000s. They all came from uh, uh, Lumi D. <laughs> she birthed. She birthed that whole movement. Fathered their whole style. <laughs> Y'all should be sending her Father's Day cards next year. Though. For real, for uh, real. I cannot I, believe Cassidy patted the bell in Wycliffe. Apparently, I gotta hear this record before we go. I okay. gotta hear this. Go, record I think right now's now. the time. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! <laughs> You know, you're not using... Okay, some people know it as the loop from Juice. It's uh-huh. also... Was that American Beauty, Cormega? Yes, yes. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. You're waiting for Cassidy. <laughs> This doesn't make me want to celebrate. You know what, like, though? Steel it, got it, shot to this beat. It Why? actually could be worse, amazingly, but What's we haven't gotten to Cassidy's part yet. Okay, I'm, I'm going to skip the camera. I'm Cassidy. I know. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Wait, is he? Hold on, is he flipping his big business? Uh, even my back, my dog house got a dog house. Hold up. I'm tweeting that, and I still got the dog in the backyard. Hamburgers, hot dogs in the backyard. <laughs> That's the kind of rhyme you spit when you uh, wearing a hat and getting your hair cut. That's what's going on there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Jesus, help us all. Okay, I think we're done. That is a fantastic end. So there's a lot of jokes. But overall, are you feeling better about the Fuji's before we started this retro or worse? Uh, not about the same. You know, <laughs> the songs that I like, I, I still like. The songs I didn't like, I didn't like. I did, it did stir up, you know, a few memories or whatever. That's always good. But nah, nope, I'm good. I don't, what, what? I get why people like the Fuji's, but I, I think no. So I totally understand people who really like the Fuji's album. I totally understand people who like Lauren Hill's album. What I want to know is, are there people listening to this podcast who are big Wyclef fans? Because great question. That is like I need insight into that world because after the carnival, it just seems like Wyclef's trying to like, hey, let's take this idea and this idea, and they're not supposed to go together, but somehow he's trying to make it work. And whatever you know, yeah, magic like, touch he had, record. whatever magic touch he had, like completely disappears. Right. It's like it's like the it's like the glove from Rookie of the Year. <laughs> Somebody stole it and now he can't throw a hundred and thirty mile an hour fastball. 
Anyway, so if you if you uh, if you are a big Wyclef uh, Jean fan, first of all, you probably have like already like slammed your phone down in frustration or whatever. But let, let us know. Use the hashtag Clark Radio Speakers, and in general, let us know what you thought about uh, about this retrospective. I have no doubt we are going to get a ton of Lauren Hill fans who are just so mad at us. But that's okay. We're okay with that. We could, we could take it. Um, yeah, we'll be all right. <laughs> we've we've said worse on this show. It's okay. It's true. Um, Cassidy in the backyard. All right. Uh, <laughs> I have that song stuck in my head now. Like, this is terrible. <laughs> uh, all right, man. Um, any, so you got uh, Marcus Graham uh, Wednesdays? Yeah, Marcus Graham Wednesdays. Uh, shout out to Sphere of Hip Hop. Follow me on Twitter at Armand Wake Up. You can, uh, you can check that out. Um, so you can listen to this episode and then check out the leak. And then uh, tonight I will be on Periscope, 8 o'clock Eastern, and we will be discussing... Marcus Grammarie, along with the song, breaking the lyrics down, all that good stuff. And uh, we'll be doing that every Wednesday in the month of October. 8 o'clock Eastern. 8 o'clock Eastern, Eastern, yeah. I didn't specify Eastern? Just in case. Oh, yeah. Eastern, Eastern, Eastern. East Coast. East Coast. Ain't got love for Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. Let it be known then. All right, man. Um, Thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, Shout out to 4th District, as always, for featuring our music, our music, our podcast. And um, anything else, man? Nope. Good. All right. Catch y'all later.